0: In this series in which we have now come to the point at which we're teaching children preventively how to avoid problems in life and how to deal with problems when they do arise, we come now to another significant fact. In the Garden of Eden, which we were discussing in our last broadcast, we see Adam's reaction when God came into the picture and put the finger on Adam and exposed his sin. Last time we noted how Adam and Eve had hidden. We read in verse eight, and they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord called to the man and said to him, where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid myself. Now the interesting thing here is that Adam hid himself out of fear of God. He knew that he was going to be judged for his sin. We've discussed this matter of hiding out of fear and embarrassment and so on. But notice how God goes on. We read, he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? Now get this, and the man said, the woman whom you gave to me, she gave me from the tree and I ate. Then the Lord said to the woman, what is this you have done? And the woman said, and don't miss this, the serpent deceived me and I ate. Notice what both Adam and Eve, now that they have become sinners, treacherous, tricky, trying to get out from under the guilt of their sin, afraid, hiding, trying to run away and avoid this penetrating questioning by God. Notice the first response that they make once they are ferreted out of the trees and can no longer hide themselves. Put somebody on the spot and you'll find every time that this seems to be exactly what he does. Put a child on the spot. And you'll find out this is what he does. It's built into us as sinners from the very earliest days. What is it? Well, they shifted the blame. Blame shifting is natural to a sinner. It's born into the heart of a child. Nobody ever had to teach a child how to shift the blame. You just talk to him and he'll shift the blame every time. Here is a little sister. Well, my little sister, well, she took the candy from me. That's why I hit her. Don't blame me. It's all her fault. She incited the whole thing. Notice how Adam and Eve do it. God comes to Adam and he says, did you eat? And Adam says, the woman, not talking about himself, immediately he turns the whole discussion from himself, to somebody else, the woman that you gave me. Notice, not himself, first of all, but the woman, first. Secondly, God, and then me. It's the woman's fault, and it's your fault, Lord. The woman that you gave her gave me she. And then uh, God comes to the woman, and the woman says, what have you done? And she says, the serpent, not me. She can't blame Adam because she took the initiative in leading him into sin, so she looks around and she finds who she can find, and here's the serpent. Sure enough, he led to the temptation, but she's not going to take the responsibility. She said, look, the serpent, it's the environment you put me in, it's the kind of, of creatures and beasts that I'm in in this garden with that are at fault, not me. So Adam finds God at, at fault and his wife at fault, and the, Uh, his wife finds her environment at fault and the kinds of situations she's in at fault, but nobody is to blame. And that's exactly what's built into the heart of every little sinner born into this world. And every one of them will find you to blame because you didn't say things exactly clearly or exactly right, or you didn't give them what they needed to do something. Every child will blame the parent, just as Adam and Eve blamed God, and every child will blame those around him Will blame his brother, his sister, will blame a friend, will blame the teacher, will blame the circumstances, will blame whatever happens to be at hand. Some people grow up even blaming the weather. I can't do anything on a day like this. It's just too bad. The weather is too bad. People even go that far. Blame shifting. It is a very deep-seated trait in sinful human nature, and therefore our children at an early date need to be shown that there is only one blame shifting in all of God's universe that he accepts, and that is the only real blame shift that can be made, where we acknowledge our sin and where we shift the blame through God's provision to his Son, Jesus Christ, the only one who will ever really or who could ever really accept the blame for us in any way that would ever be satisfactory to the God who blames us for our sin. There is the real case of blame-shifting, where Jesus Christ on that cross bore the guilt and the penalty and the wrath of God for all of those who trust in him as their Savior. And you know, that blame-shifting God accepts. But we cannot accept any other. And children must be taught that they cannot accept any other. And that even when they shift the blame to Jesus Christ that it's not because he's guilty and it's not because they can be freed from their uh, guilt by denying their guilt but that the blame can be shifted only by acknowledging their guilt only by recognizing their guilt only by coming to the place where they say I am guilty can that blame be shifted and I believe that one reason why a lot of children have a very hard time coming to know Jesus Christ as their savior is because they have been allowed to build up this natural tendency as a pattern in their lives when the pressure is on, allowed to shift the blame to children around them or to people around them or to circumstances around them. And so they don't need a savior. They don't really need to admit that they're sinners. They don't really need this Jesus Christ who came as a nice man but who certainly didn't come to deal with them because they're not wrong to begin with. This is something that's very critical then in getting a child to see his need for Jesus Christ as his Savior, that he begin from an early day in relationship to his parents to say, I am guilty when he is. Parents should encourage and reward that and should discourage all blame shifting and punish that as well as the crime about which the blame was shifted in the first place. How important to do this. Many children develop these patterns and go through life. I lost my job, why? Because of my employer. I broke my marriage, why? Because of my wife. I'm having difficulty with my in-laws. Why? Because of my in-laws. I'm having trouble at my church. Why? Because of those lousy people and that terrible preacher. It's always somebody else's fault. And even in our society today, the whole Freudian ethos that says, let's go back and see who did it to you, encourages this kind of thinking. Somebody kills someone in a bizarre crime and we go to the psychiatrist and he says, well, it was his environment. No, no. It's time that we began to examine Eden all over again to see that God condemns that blame shifting and demands that each one of us stand before him as indeed we shall in the day of judgment and admit our sin. Only then are we ready to trust a Savior. Lord, bless us that we may teach our children this way. For Christ's sake, amen.